just keep your hands lifted. There's healing in this place. Right now, we release healing, atmosphere, heaven on earth, whatever you're facing in your body. Right now, online, right where you're watching, everywhere in the atmosphere, God is here. God is with you. God is fighting for you. The victory is ours. The battle is the Lord's. We just take the victory, God. The victory that you won for us when you died on the cross. You took sickness on your own body. Your blood was shed for our forgiveness. And God, we thank you. Right now, there's healing flowing. Healing flowing. Healing that's flowing. All we do is receive. Don't have to huff or puff to blow the house down. We just receive. We receive. If you believe, you can receive. If you believe, you can receive. God, help our unbelief. God, thank You. Cancer gone in Jesus' Name. Shriveled out in Jesus' Name. Freedom flow in Jesus' Name. Back pain gone in Jesus' Name. Vertebrae straightened in Jesus' Name. Nerve damage healed in Jesus' Name. Throat, throat in Jesus' Name. Healing flowing, anointing on your voice. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, God. From the soles of our feet to the top of our heads, we receive. We receive like laser, like a laser beam targeting areas of unwellness. You're you're bringing health right now. You sent Your Word and You healed us. Tangible sense of healing everywhere. God is everywhere present. He's in your lounge room, wherever you are. He's in cafes, He's in malls. He's everywhere present and He's good. And He is the answer. Thank You, God. We receive. Everyone say, I receive. Healing for my body. Wellness for my mind. Emotional healing. In Jesus' Name. I receive. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. The amen doesn't mean it's finished. The amen means I agree. So be it. And it continues. As you sit down, that anointing is still flowing. The goodness of God is still flowing to you. To you, because He loves you. He knows you. He set you apart. He called you by name. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide from the love of God. Amen? So sit down. Slide onto that chair. The anointing is oily, right? The presence of God is like slip on through this life. It's not meant to be harsh or hard. unable to conquer God's anointing even through the tough, horrible times, the challenges, His grace comes towards us and His grace is His power, His ability coming towards us on a continual basis. 
Right now, God is coming at you. He's coming to you for whatever you need. Whoa, wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Woo-hoo. Let's give him a praise offering. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, worship team. We love you. You're awesome. How good are they? How blessed are they? How good is God? Well, today is uh, a transition kind of Sunday. We're going from 2019 to 2020. And we're going to do it with all the grace of God that He has in store for us, that comes to us and celebrate together. I've been watching online. We've been in Singapore, Malaysia and Melbourne and about a month away. But I watched online the Christmas services. Well, come on. Actually, I listened to the podcast. I saw all the Instagrams. Um, Talk about pate. How good was that? Um, Brendan and I were having our own party with um, around 17,000 people. We did carols in a place called Casey and there were 10,000 people there and I got to preach Jesus to everybody, the whole community and beyond. The people even behind their closed doors could hear the good news. And then the next week we were in um, Point Cook in Melbourne and there were 7,000 there. And it was just a joy to sing carols, to glorify Jesus. What a great time of year it is. So the one thing, though, that was the best Christmas present I could ever receive was a visit to my family, my siblings. I have three siblings. I'm the youngest of four. And um, my eldest brother, I've been praying for him for 28 years to receive Jesus Christ. Guess what? So, so we're having lunch and he's like, Kathy Brendan, thank you for sending those texts. They really help. So I've been, we've been texting him over months because he's been going through a fiery trial. And so I thought, hey, I'm just going to go the whole, whole hog. You know, none of this polite business. I've been polite for 28 years. It's like, you know, we're praying for you to the one true living God, Jesus Christ, and He's your helper. You need to call on His name. He will help you through. We love you, bro, so much. And kiss, kiss, emoji, emoji, emoji. So we're in Melbourne having lunch. He's thanking us for the prayers. And I'm like, oh, that's great. He said, no, 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 you've got to understand. They have helped so much. And he shared the battle and the breakthrough. And he said, I've been praying to God as well. I said, what, the force be with you? How cheeky am I? Like, I'm the little, you know, the little sister, 15, he's 15 years older than me. And um, because every time he used the name Jesus Christ, it was always in the blasphemic, is that a word? Blasphemic form, fashion. And every second sentence, you know, there are years of hearing Jesus' name being used in vain. And he said, no. I've been praying and talking to Jesus. I said, my Jesus. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And it was like it was honey. When he said the name of Jesus, it was honey. It was born again different. He is born again. (laughs) Woo-hoo, Jesus. 
I'm going to tell him to listen to this podcast, bro. I love you. So this morning I texted him and told him of a church that he could go to. And he said, I went to church on Christmas Day and I had communion. Hallelujah. You know, God is alive and he is the saviour. And with all our best efforts and all our grunt, don't stop praying for your loved ones. In fact, right now, if you are believing for someone in your household to get saved, to be, and you've been praying for years, and the enemy is saying it's never going to happen, stand to your feet because I'm going to pray. Come on, we're going to break some stuff. We're going to let some salvation fly around the planet. God, God, come on, lift your hands to heaven. Let's pray. Right now, right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we declare our loved ones set apart for God. We apply the blood of Jesus over their lives. We are not moved by what they do, what they say, how they feel, what they're going through. Lord, we declare as for me and our households and our friends and family, they will be saved. We say that they're not leaving this planet until they call upon the name of the Lord Jesus and be saved. In the name of Jesus, we declare it. Come on, everybody shout Amen. Amen. Let's give him praise. Yes, Lord. Yeah, look at you. So many, nearly just about, nearly all of us, nearly all of us. So how you can sit down. How many people? Come on. And be expectant. Like, hello, you of little faith. Here I am praying and then he gets saved. And I'm like, what? <laughs> really? Well, my message today is Jesus is, what, drum roll, please. Come on, you people. Oh, there it is. Jesus is the answer. Do you remember Jim Croce? Anyone heard of Jim Croce? Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Okay, I'm that old. All right, here we go. So let's talk about Jesus being the answer and then practically live by that. Pastor Danielle's beautiful exhortation of us, our, her encouragement to us is to believe God, that Jesus can do everything and anything. He is our all in all. He is the answer. And so I want to just honour our pastors, Pastors John and Danielle. Can you honour them with me as we thank them for leading the charge <laughs> for the 14 Years being a member in this church, members in this church, but before that we were guest ministry for about three or four years. We've seen the integrity, the, the love, the fruit and the joy of their service to Jesus and it's impacting not just our lives but the whole world. So God is good. We love you. We thank God for you. Jesus is the answer for everything and everyone. There are no exceptions Every question you could ever ask can be answered in Jesus. He's the answer to the world's problems. We know that. If you're a believer, I'm preaching to the choir. But you know, there's people online that have tuned in today. There are people that are guests today. There are people that are maybe hearing for the first time the truth, not religion, but truth. 
that Jesus is the answer to the world's problems, to everything, no exception. He's the answer for every man, for every woman, for every child, for every young person. He is the answer for every nationality, for every culture, for the whole world. God the Father sent His Son. He so loved the world. He so loves the world that the power of the cross 2,000 years ago is the same power available today. But the multiplication of the gospel in the known world, in the gospel's time, it was an area, a smaller area in the known world. We have now access online to the whole world for them to hear the truth that Jesus is the answer. He's the answer to every one of your circumstances that are challenging you. He's the answer to every condition that you and I might be in. I can say that because he's been my answer in every situation. And I just love the fact that God Almighty, the Supreme Lord of all, I have access to him 24-7, like Pastor Danielle said. We can talk to him in the night hours. And you know, I, I even sense that there are people and even online that you cry yourself to sleep. And God's saying, I hear your cry. I bottle your tears. I write them in the book of remembrance. But please remember to utter my name because the name of Jesus is the name that's above every other name. Amen. He's the answer to your worries, to your concerns about your family. Hello. He's the answer. So I know it sounds silly in a sense because we're so human. We get anxious. We do worry. If Jesus is the answer, then we bring our family to the, to the altar. I'm going to talk about the altar a little bit later. But in prayer, we bring everything to him. Our anxious thoughts, phobias, fears, Concerns about the future? Hello, I'm just a woman. I have concerns about the future. But when I bring them to the one who has the answer, he says things to me like through his word, you know, those that are in the courts of God shall flourish in their old age. <laughs> I'm, you're going to find me in the house of God all the days of my life because this is the place where we flourish. This is a place where we grow together. This is a place where we are equipped to do the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry is to be in your job, at your school, in your university, out in the malls, out in the highways and byways and demonstrate who Jesus is. <laughs> he is the answer. And your smile and your connection and your care and your heart and your love for people is demonstrated through who you are. He's the answer to our financial needs. He is the answer to our financial challenges as we learn what the tithe does, as we learn what sowing and giving does. He's the answer to our health. If you want to stay in divine health, you know, it's one thing being healed, 
I'm going to talk about how God healed me of cancer. But there's one thing, keeping your healing, another thing, and then staying well when the attacks come. Divine healing is available. Tapping in every day to the health and well-being that Jesus has made available. He is the answer to my marriage. (laughs) He is the answer to the challenges for every relationship, for family challenges. He's the answer to the growth of this church. Jesus is the one who builds the church and unless he builds it, we labour in vain. We are his co-laborers and we come along in partnership because we know that C3 Powerhouse across Melbourne, across the campuses we will have in the future, across the globe, every C3 church is a beacon to a community of people that need to know Jesus is the Good job. All right. Are you ready? Here's the scripture. I mean, I do read my Bible, right? Here come the Scriptures, because this is the answer from the Passion Bible, Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 to 20. And it's titled in my Bible, The Supremacy of Christ. He is supreme. He is the divine portrait. What images we see. He's the divine portrait, the true likeness of the invisible God. He is the firstborn heir to all creation. For through the Son, everything was created, both in heaven, the heavenly realm, and on the earth. All that is seen and all that is unseen. There are so many things going on while we're in church that we cannot see. The fact that you're here and not on the beach praising God and joining in prayer together, there is activity in the heavenly realm that is breaking open the heavens to come to earth. Jesus said, pray like this, that heaven would come to earth. And it's not like from a distance. It's not, heaven is just here. Heaven is, heaven is for real. Heaven is an atmosphere of health and well-being and breakthrough and salvation and joy, unspeakable, full of glory. Let's go, both in the heavenly realm and on earth, all that is seen and unseen, every seat of power, realm of government, principality and authority, it was all created through Him. Jesus was in creation, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, creating together and for His purpose, This church exists for the purposes of Jesus. This church and across the planet, we exist so that others would come to know. And that you on a Sunday are like, yes, you serve, you help, you put your hand to the plough. Then for the rest of the week, you're a living legend for Him. Put your cape on and get out there. Amen. Okay, he existed before everything was made and now everything finds completion in him. He is the head of the body, which is his church. And since he is the beginning and the firstborn heir in resurrection, he is the most exalted one, holding first place in everything. For God is satisfied to have all his fullness dwelling in Christ So if you're born again, Christ dwells in you. 
the fullness of God himself, get this, I can't get it, the creator of the universe lives inside of you. So how creative can you be? Creating your future as you speak and line up with what God says about your life. Yes, it is amazing. And by the blood of his cross, everything in heaven and earth is brought back to himself, back to its original intent, restored and innocent again. Wow. God restores things that were lost, broken. He redeems, he buys back, he's bought back the brokenness of our lives and he's given us beauty for ashes, for the things that you've been through. I was just in the, in the crossover morning, first service to second service, just chatting with some people, a woman who gave uh, and surrendered her life to Christ this morning, today in the first service. She was saying, my goodness, coming back to Jesus She sensed that restoration power that will be her future because he gives us a future and a hope. There is hope in Jesus. There is a future in him and his power is here. He is the answer. He is the supreme. If you need help and hope, Jesus is the answer. And there are practical ways to get to him. And there are spiritual ways. I don't see a separation, actually. My life is an expression of a spiritual being living on the earth. Now, I know I'm not floating around like Casper the Friendly Ghost. (laughs) Living in Christ is the real stuff. It's the real deal. So let's talk about the needs of, say, the ten lepers. Ten lepers in the Bible... You find them in the book of Luke. Leprosy is a terrible, terrible, horrible, wicked, horrible disease. There are lepers still today. We've met children who are children of lepers who are not allowed to live with their parents. They're in India. And um, actually there was 90 of these children with one carer. Oh, God bless her. But once a month, they could wave to their parents from a distance Never hug, never come close because that disease is so contagious. And so in the Bible, we see the restoration of 10 of these men. 10 of these men who met Jesus along the way. You see, you can meet Jesus along the way of your daily life. You can bump into him just by acknowledging that he is there. He is with you. And so those 10 men were healed and made whole. And one of them came back to thank Jesus. He fell at his feet and he began to worship him and thank him. Everything that Jesus has done for you and I, oh, that's why our worship is so powerful. It's our thank you. Our giving is our thank you to God. We can actually minister to God himself, the creator of the universe, by being thankful, even in the midst of the stuff that we're going through. So, number one, if you've got a problem, the answer is go to Jesus. What's the answer? Go to Jesus. So 
I had a problem, a big problem. In 1996, I was diagnosed with fourth stage cancer. And I went to the doctors thinking that I was pregnant because of what was happening in my body. And she said, no, 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 you're not pregnant. You've got cancer in its fourth stage. Thank God I was in a church like this that taught the Word of God. But I'd also done my homework. I'd done my due diligence. I had spent time in the Word by myself with my Jesus And he was daily speaking to me the answers. So when the diagnosis came, all I could think of was what I'd read. And he reminded me, the Holy Spirit said, I came, Jesus came, that you might have life. Have it in abundance until it overflows. So when you have the Word alive and the revelation within you, there are gifts available that kick in the gift of faith, I could not doubt that I was going to be healed. I could not even stir it up. Fear, none. The gifts of God are real for when you need them and he's given them to the church. So I went for my treatment. I had one treatment, but before I went in, I was actually supernaturally touched by the power of God. How did I know that? I felt like the fire, fire from my feet right up right through my body, fire of God. And I said, Lord, what are you doing? And he said, I'm healing you and I'm giving you an anesthetic. So gracious. Then I cracked up, like laughed, like crazy laughter, like, <laughs> like in there, in the waiting room. And I'm laughing all the way in. And the nurse says, you've taken drugs. I'm like, no, I haven't. And I received a joy unspeakable full of glory. Heaven on earth, obviously I'm healed. I had one treatment and I was supposed to go back for the whole year, every month, but I didn't need to because I was already healed. They'd said, you're done, you're well, you're healed, you're whole. (laughs) Glory. (laughs) Glory to God. So go to Jesus, John 16. 33, and everything I've taught you, Jesus said, is so that the peace which is in me will be you, will be in you, and will give you great confidence as you rest in me. Here's a key. Great confidence comes no matter what diagnosis, no matter what is happening to you, when you have confidence in the answer. Jesus is the answer Jesus is the answer for in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble. Put your hand up if you've ever experienced trouble. Put your hand up if you've ever experienced sorrows. Amen. But you must be courageous for I, Jesus says, have conquered the world. More than a conqueror. If he's supreme and he lives in you, Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Everything the world can toss at you, everything the world throws at you, you have already conquered because Jesus has conquered it. Don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed. Don't be afraid. 
I know it's easy said, especially when I'm up here on the preaching anointing. I still have to get off this platform. I have to get off this platform, go and live with Brendan Clancy (laughs) and fight the battle. No, no, no. Jesus is the answer. He healed our marriage. Do you know we were separated? I was already a divorcee. I was an adulteress. I married him, Brendan, and our marriage failed. It fell apart. He moved out. It was broken. I couldn't have been more broken, nor could he. But I couldn't fix him. (laughs) Jesus is the answer. So he goes and leaves and and spends time in a library worshipping for five days. He wrote his first worship song. He, he let me go. He, he's, he was over me. I was over him. It was dead in the water. But he went into worship. And that week, as he went into worship, the Holy Spirit came and visited me and said, are you going to let the best thing that's ever happened to you go? And I said, okay, let's try again. And he graciously said, yes. We've been married for 33 years in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Jesus is the answer. (laughs) Got a problem? Go to Jesus. If you're weary and beaten up from life, come on, go to Jesus. Look at this scripture, Matthew 11, 28, gosh, to 30. Are you weary? carrying a heavy burden, then come to me, Jesus says, I will refresh you. He's the one that will bring refreshing. I will bring, I'll refresh your life for I am your oasis. What another image. Simply join your life with mine, learn my ways and you'll discover that I am gentle, I'm humble, I'm easy to please You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. The world is tough. Jesus is easy. So if he's the answer, when tough times come, go to Jesus. Just say, Jesus. Call upon his name. He's there. He will give you strategies. He will give you uh, refreshing thoughts. He will put hope in your heart. He will give you the life that you need. He will push the devil back. You know, he's rebuked the devourer. When we give our tithe, guess what God does? He rebukes the devourer off our lives and off our circumstances. God rebukes the devourer. If God's on our side, who can be against us? Jesus is the answer. Amen? If you're carrying guilt and shame, this is number three, go to Jesus. Number one was, got a problem? Go to Jesus. Number two, if you're weary of life and it's beaten you up, go to Jesus. Number three, if you're carrying guilt or shame, go to Jesus. Oh, Before I uh, surrendered my life um, back to the Lord in 1992, so full of, full of guilt and shame. So, like I said, I was an adulteress. I was, I was 
a liar. I was addicted to um, lust, um, pornography back in the day because of circumstances, all these sorts of things that are sin-related. I didn't know sin was my problem. But when it came to me through the Word and the preaching of the Word, it wasn't, it wasn't condemnation. It was conviction. It was like a beautiful, beautiful, oily, holy finger said to me, it's not your fault, but you need to get rid of sin. And I'm the answer. Confess your sin and I'll take it. And clean, clean. I felt like, like a virgin. Sorry. Where'd that come from? <laughs> anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on. But that's how I felt, like new beginning, totally fresh. Look at this. Let's look at the Scripture. 1 John 1.9. But if we freely admit, come on, freely admit our sin, there is not one person here that has not sinned. I'm not pointing the finger. I'm just pointing the fingers. There is no one here that has not sinned. But don't feel guilty because Jesus has washed away. Just receive Him. When His light uncovers the sin, right, He will be found faithful to forgive us every time. God is just to forgive us our sin because of Christ. And He will continue to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So when I came to church, came back to the Lord... I wept every Sunday for three months. I wept like a baby. I slid down between the seats and cried. I couldn't get up. I couldn't join this worship. I couldn't even sit up. I wept. People must have thought, my God, she must be a really bad sinner. There is no degree in sin. Sin is sin. I just felt the weight of it. And to get rid of it, to give it to God and not carry it anymore, it's like when you get baptised, right? I remember being baptised in water in my pastor's pool, coming up from that water knowing that I was cleansed, knowing that I had been crucified with Christ and it was no longer I that live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and died for me. And He did the same for you. If you're here today and you're carrying the weight of sin, understand, confession is powerful. When I was a little girl in my church, and my every Friday actually at school, we'd go to the church and we were taught how to go to the priest and confess our sins. So I said the same sins every Friday because I couldn't think of anything else. So I'm like, oh, I'm practising as I'm going, lining up with all the other kids. Uh, so I was disobedient to my parents. Yeah, well, that's all right. Um, I was angry and I yelled at my sister and I forget what the third one was. So I said to my friend who was in the line, do you want to hear my sins? And so I told her, and then she put a hand up and she said to the teacher, Kathy Bench just told me her sins. And so the teacher, the nun, took me to the office and gave me the strap. I know that's supposed to be funny, but it's not really. 
it's not really funny. So, so I had a concept of what giving your sins away or confessing your sins was, and it was about punishment. But God, everybody say, but God. Jesus is the answer and He has no condemnation in Him. Spirit fingers, come to me. <laughs> That's Rod Frecker, everybody. We call him spirit fingers. <laughs> so if you're at home and you feel the weight of sin or if you're here today, I'm going to ask you to just let go. Give them to God. Confess them. I confessed physically my sin to Brendan when we'd violated each other and he confessed his sin to me. And we chose to forgive. Not because we thought we could, but because we knew that Jesus had forgiven us. So no matter what's happened to you, or no matter what you've done to someone else, Jesus is the answer. And you can call upon his name and be saved. I'm going to lead in a prayer in a moment. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he died and rose from the dead, you will be saved. He is coming again for his glorious church. Will you be found in Christ? If you're feeling the weight of your sin, then right now as we say a prayer, you can give it over to God and be born again, just like my eldest brother. As simple as that, Jesus made it easy for us, but it wasn't easy for him. He took the pain and the shame. Would you close your eyes for a moment and just search your own heart? Your own heart will tell you. The Holy Spirit will convict you, not to condemn you, but so that you will be saved, cleansed, washed, ready for a new life in a new year to come. So if you've never called upon the name of the Lord Jesus, I'm going to ask you to put your hand up and we'll pray together. You don't have to come to the front. I'm just going to ask you to put your hand up. If you've once called upon his name, but you know that you've distanced yourself from him and you want to come back, put your hand up also. Or if you need the assurance that you're going to make heaven, then yes, sir, I see your hand already. Yes, sir, you can put your hand down. So if there's anyone, yes, sir, I see your hand. Is there anyone else? Just put your hand up right now and say, Kathy, I want to enjoy, I want it. Yes, thank you. Yes, two people over there. Anyone else? Yes, thank you so much. Put your hand up and we'll acknowledge, I'll acknowledge it and you can put it back down. Is there anyone else that wants to join this prayer? It's about five people that have said yes. Is there anyone else? Just put your hand up in the air. I'll acknowledge it. You can pop it down. And together as a church, yes, sir. Yes, thank you. See you in the back row. We will call upon the name of the Lord together. You will know that you are saved and set free. And then the journey begins to stay close to Jesus. Is there anyone else? Thank you, Lord. Is there anyone else? Just put your hand up. We're going to say a prayer together and acknowledge that Jesus is Lord over our lives. Thank you, Lord God. Okay, so let's say this prayer. 
let's say this prayer. Those of you who put your hand up, would you uh, say it from your heart? You are talking to God. Let's say, Father in heaven, I thank you. You sent Jesus to save me. I confess I am a sinner. And I thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. I receive forgiveness. I renounce the devil and all his works. And I come to you, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill me up with your love. In Jesus' name I pray. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for your presence. Lord God, your goodness, your mercy surely will follow us all the days of our life and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you for those ones that responded today. Lord, they are born again. Thank you for your filling of the Holy Spirit that that keeps them. The power of God is now within them to stay, to remain and follow Jesus. We thank you, Lord, your awesome God. Amen, amen, amen. Let's give the Lord a big praise offering. Woo! Glory! Yes! Now, um, after the service closes, this altar space is created for you. It's not just a piece of carpet. It's a place where you can come, the prayer line um, people, altar people can pray for you and agree with you. It's a beautiful space where you can receive prayer and love from us to you. So we love you. Thank you. I know you're all ready, but it was different from the small. Yeah, go ahead. All right. God bless you. Thank you. Praise God.